0: Cliffcentral.com. Look, here's Dr. <laughs> Hanan. He's an actual expert in this kind of thing. I mean, Doc, if they do discover that there is some chemical which, if there's an excess of it and it gets uh, in the way of this blood-brain barrier and they discover that it has some kind of a link to people who commit suicide, uh, we should incorporate that into the overall knowledge, surely. We don't know everything about it, but it's probably valuable information and we should throw it in there with the rest of it.
1: Yeah, we should. Listen, the debate is really robust, and uh, I have a um, really in-depth opinion about whether uh, a chemical imbalance causes really any psychiatric disorder Um, because what does it even mean, chemical imbalance? Uh, Mm -hmm. Please define chemical balance for me. It doesn't exist, and you can't measure for that. There's no, like, the average person has these chemicals in their brain which makes them functional we know people that have high levels of serotonin that are completely depressed anxious and suicidal Mm -hmm. and we know people that have so-called low levels of of serotonin that are completely grateful and have incredible sense of purpose and live life to the fullest right so chemical imbalance debate is um it's you know what the drug companies and this is not a conspiracy theory they they need to lay on the foundation of there is a chemical imbalance, and here's what we produce to give you that chemical balance right. back. Right. Um, but the truth is, it's much more nuanced and much more complex than that. What about a sense of purpose, which is, by the way, the number one reason why people commit suicide because they lack that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about financial stability? What about relationships? Uh, people are less um, are less eager to see companionship these days than ever before. What about the sense of stability in the home? What about having a a solid family, a mom at home, a dad at home, a mom and dad that are happy together at home?
0: No, Doc, you are so right. And, And also, let's accept that the human condition is not to be perfectly happy and balanced all the time anyway, right? I mean, surely there's a huge argument about how going through difficulty of whatever kind is actually part of being human.
2: Yeah, we're supposed to feel anxiety and fear because those things will protect us from things that could kill us.
0: The the, the abnormal person is the one who is totally happy the whole time and everything's great.
2: (laughs) Throwing daisies while a bear's chasing them.
0: Yeah.
1: Guys, uh, the reality is that I always say challenge is a privilege. The fact that you have pressure in your life is an absolute privilege because that means that you have value in your life. Depressed people are not challenged. Depressed people don't say, I've got pressure. Depressed people say, I've got nothing. So the fact that you have these pressures and the fact that you have these challenges is a privilege. You should only be so lucky to have enough value in your life that you feel that there's a sense of pressure and an eagerness to achieve and to fix and to create. So we don't chase the easy. We chase the efficient, but we don't chase the easy. We chase the challenge because that's where the value is.
0: Right. Okay, so that's not our subject for this morning. So let me bring this in quickly. Uh, We got an anonymous question from somebody on email this week. So let me give this to you, Doc, and you give us your top line thoughts. I've been dating someone who I thought was a nice single guy for a few weeks, and then today I got a call from a woman who says she's his girlfriend. Ooh. Oh, no. it has been an awkward call. Oh, that call. But she didn't say stay away from my man or anything like that. She just wanted me to know that we can carry on seeing each other but that she's not going anywhere. And the reason she called me was to ask how long we've been seeing each other because he had told her that he'd broken it off and he was clearly lying. She also asked me not to let him know that she'd called me and to try to act normal around him. Obviously, I'm going to end things immediately, but I'm really shook by this. I have no idea how she's so calm about this. Why do men do this? And how can I possibly trust the next man who comes along claiming to be single and available? What do you make of that? Wow! Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, there are many, there are many stories here. I mean, her relationship with the with the ex, presumably the ex boyfriend. Her relationship with this. Their relationship together. Um, So there are a lot of stories here. But I don't. Obviously, I don't like the drama. Obviously, where there's smoke, there's fire. (laughs) Why? Why is she messaging? Why? Why is this woman messaging you in the first place? Why is she telling you to keep a secret as though you owe something in return? As though like I don't know, you you you're indebted to her in some way. Uh, certainly she should have. Conf- she should confront uh, her, uh, her boyfriend at the time and ask him what the hell's going on. But um, there's two things here. One, of course, she should confront and figure out what's going on because there's a breakdown in in certainly in trust here. Mm. But your question is how do I move forward and trust again? Well, I want to tell you, most people are generally inherently good and they don't want to hurt you in some way. You've got to walk into a relationship being cautious, ticking certain boxes to ensure that there's trust in the new relationship. But walk into the relationship assuming that it's a kind one. The moment you see to the contrary, that is when you should put up a wall and back off. I always tell people, don't walk into the relationship with the God up. Walk into the relationship with the God down. And people then say to me, Bachanan, what if I get hurt? Well, that is the risk of love. The moment you want to fall in love, you take the risk and the gamble of getting hurt. But if you walk into a relationship with a god up, you've got no chance, well, you've got no chance. No, you I mean,
0: uh, you, you want to you play the game, you got to put some bets on the table.
1: Definitely, that's quite right, that's quite right. There's always that risk, there's always that sacrifice and the compromise, and if you want to fall in love and put your heart on the line, you should put your heart on the line, and that means risk getting hurt. And by the way, as we said at the beginning, so you got hurt. You know, it's like it's like t- telling a kid not to get on the jungle gym because he might fall, she might fall, or not to go and play soccer because they might uh, get fouled. Well, if you don't risk getting hurt, you'll never risk creating value, or you'll never gain the benefit of potentially creating value. So I walk into the relationship. If you get hurt, we walk again. And if you get hurt, you walk again. And if you yeah, get hurt, I mean... you walk again.
0: No, no pain, no gain, and and I also think, yeah, it's, it's just like it's so. This is such a weird situation because clearly, uh, I I, I want to blame everybody in this in this story because it's such a messed up story. I can't really blame the person who's written the email because they seem to be the one who found out after the fact that there's this weird open relationship or whatever it is between the other two. I I, I have a serious problem with the guy because he's just a weakling who's lying and he's, he's not telling the truth. And as you say, he must be confronted. And then I have a problem with the other woman who like wants to have her cake and eat it. And she's involving herself in something which is just bound to be very toxic for her in the long run. Such a mess, right?
1: It is a mess. And I, and I would, and I would also question the, the lady that sent the email. I would ask her, you know, <laughs> if this is true and the guy's having this uh, other relationship, how long have you been dating this guy and have you not seen signs of this deceit or this lack of trust or distrust in the relationship? Because there's always something that comes up. But what we naturally do, men and women in a relationship, we justify the bad behavior. We make excuses for the bad behavior. We put these blinkers on and pretend we didn't see what we did see just because we hold on to this uh, blind hope, hope that the relationship continues, mm-hmm. hope for the, for the fantasy or forever after, and we actually ignore the not-so-subtle signs, by the way, not-so-subtle signs that uh, the relationship um, is, uh, is lacking trust. So I would ask her, now looking back at the relationship, could you see the signs that you missed that you will take with you as extra data points for the next relationship, things to look out for? All
0: right, well, while we're on this, do, do you want to add I want something? To, yeah, Sorry, I just yeah, want to
2: yeah. say, um, I started – Seeing someone who was already in a relationship, a dying relationship, though, like separate living on separate floors of the house, etc.
0: The person wasn't actually dying.
2: No, no, no. Okay. They were old enough to, but
0: um, <laughs> no, because I, I know someone who got into a relationship with a the one the one, pa- <laughs> the one person had a wife, but she was dying. Oh, yeah. No,
2: I don't know if I'd recommend that. But um, the, the woman called me, she phoned me.
0: Oh, yeah,
2: and she said, "I just want to let you know that you're not the only woman oh. right in the beginning of the relationship." and um I, I, she, she, she just put the phone down. I didn't have a chance to respond. and then I approached the person that I was seeing, and he said, uh, she's just upset. you know don't don't worry about it." She was right hmm. she was right and Yes, it took me a two-year relationship and a lot of pain at the end um, Mm. and a lot of suspicion all the way through in an uncomfortable relationship. But I grew from it. I went into it maybe subconsciously knowing, having heard it from her, and always checking, like checking phones and things like that and being suspicious, which is
0: horrible. What a way to live.
2: But it it all added up to my experience and uh, knowing what I don't want in future.
1: Leanne, so I hear this so often and I always laugh because, um, the, the moment that you enter into a relationship and the guy says to you, listen, I am married. Um, but it's a dying relationship Or I'm in a relationship, but it's a dying relationship. The only direction you should be going is the opposite. Yes. Because, (laughs) because (laughs) why is he in a relationship? If it's a bad relationship, let him get out of the relationship and completely immerse himself in your relationship. If it's a terrible relationship, why would he continue? So that's not even an orange flag. That's a red flag to anybody that is in a relationship with a guy or that girl saying, Oh no, no, I'm married, but I'm getting a divorce. No, no, I'm married, but it's dying. No, no, I'm married. But the relationship is about to end. You should be walking. The only condition that you should be putting on the relationship. If you love this person so much is okay. End that relationship and then give me a call. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you don't want to have that conversation.
2: It's something something similar but different. Um, I had a GP though, once who met his wife as a patient. So they, he, she was his patient. They, they uh, fell in love, got married, had kids, all the rest of it. And she became the receptionist. And every time that I was with him in the room – being examined, she always, she, the timing was perfect. It was every time I had my top off and he was using the stethoscope.
0: Leanne, what kind of doctors are you going Well, to? I, I used
2: to call him Dr. Fundapurva.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, right, I got you.
2: Um, and uh, she would walk in with a file or some some excuse to put something on his desk at that point, mm. and you think that she lived her entire marriage just being suspicious because of the way they met. So you've got to actually think about how did you meet? Did you meet as part of an affair? Because it'll, yeah, it'll Leanne, bother listen, you.
1: Leanne, listen, when you go to the doctor for a foot issue and he's lifting <laughs> up the top of your chest, I think that's already a red flag. Clearly <laughs> I need to have my,
2: I need to check if I'm colorblind or not.
0: <laughs> The hands like have oh, my fingers sore. He's like, take off your pants.
2: I promise you, he would also he had this habit of get but, in the stirrups. He had this habit of putting his hands into my pants. Yeah, of course. And and like pushing yeah, around in my yeah, stomach.
0: You've been abused. Just you need to go and speak to the police. You shouldn't be speaking to him. All
2: right. Well, at least someone believes me now. <laughs>
1: That's what I say. Like, people justify. Like, I'm here for my finger and you're taking down my pants. Like, how's it linked,
0: doctor? I just thought he was very thorough, okay? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so there we go. We got some good advice for the person. This poor person who wrote this email, I feel very sorry for them. But uh, you at least heard from Dr. Hanan. you got to confront this guy and get the hell out of there. Why do people do – there's so many people in this world, so many – why would you choose the rotten fruit at the at the at the supermarket? Why wouldn't you go and choose 100%. a better choose a better apple? <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure. Really, people put, just think they can't do better. That's why oh, people please. think they can't do better. Yeah. Can't do better Less. than someone Less.
0: who's still in a relationship? Come on! Yeah, really, never you deserve. I mean, grow some grow some self confidence and uh, sort yourself out. You're never going to be happy with anyone if you can't be happy on your own. For sure. Holy For hell. Sure. All right, Doc, thank you. That's, so, that's a very, very solid advice from Dr. Ghanan this morning, especially to you, Leanne. Doctors shouldn't be touching you inappropriately.
2: Now I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's amazing what you learn in your 40s, huh? All right, thank you, Leanne.
1: <laughs>